Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of Mary McCarthy Resilience and Grace. My name is Mary McCarthy, and I wrote a blog titled Stop, Drop, and Meditate. Can I really stop, drop, and meditate? Who has time for that anyway? Won't my thoughts make me feel more anxious, stressed, and worried? What is the point? How do I begin? Do these thoughts come to mind when you think about starting a meditation practice? Do you feel like you don't have time to add one more thing to your daily routine? When I was first introduced to meditation, I know these were some of the many thoughts I had. I was worried I would not, in quotes, do it right. How was I going to train my brain to slow down my thoughts and think of nothing? If I'm being really honest with myself and with you, I didn't want to start meditation because I thought it would be a waste of time, and I would rather be doing something else than sitting in silence. Over the years, I have learned that the ones who have a meditation practice are the ones doing it right. Research has demonstrated time and time again the many benefits of meditation. Plus, there is no wrong way to meditate. There are so many different ways to practice meditation, and it is my understanding whatever experience you have during your meditation practice is exactly the experience you are supposed to have. But for those of us who are perfectionists, type A personalities, strivers, doers, and checkers of the list, the statement I just made seems odd, difficult to understand. What do you mean I can't do it wrong? Isn't there a better way to meditate than others? If I'm going to do this, I want to do the one that's right for me. Will I get a different outcome if I meditate this way instead of that? Is it better to do it in the morning, afternoon, or evening? What style is the best for my personality and struggles? Do you catch yourself asking these questions as well? I believe these are the challenges many of us face when deciding how, when, and where to meditate. Throughout the past 20 years of practicing yoga, my primary focus has been on the asanas, or postures. It started as an alignment-based hatha yoga practice. However, with time, my focus is shifting. I now listen to my body and honor what it needs. Instead of performing, doing, and checking one more workout work on my list. I start to pay attention to the seasons, my energy, time of day, and what is happening to me personally in my body and mind. You see, I am a kinesthetic learner, and moving my body helps integrate the teachings of the practice. It also allows me to take the seat of a teacher from an authentic place. As I practice, listen, and understand what's happening with me, I can share these cues and experiences with the students I teach to. 
With our ever-changing world, I am drawn to my inner world. I'm curious what is happening within and creating a deep connection to my spiritual practice. I know my body will continue to change as I age. I want to be grounded in a holistic practice that fills my soul and reminds me of my true self. I struggle with anxiety, and many people in my family struggle with a variety of mental health conditions. So as I embrace and learn more about the brain, the practice of meditation continues to be a pillar of stress reduction and a practice I can do to feel calm and at peace. In the yoga tradition, meditation is one of the eight limbs. Dhyana is the state of meditative flow, where meditation practice becomes effortless, pleasurable, and joyful, and where the mind is calm. Meditation is a part of a complete practice of yoga, including pranayama and asana. Rod Stryker shares in a Yoga International article the two most important elements of practice are consistency and reverence, or ritual. No matter where you are in the world or what is happening in your life, we can all close our eyes, turn inward, and practice. My personal meditation practice includes listening to guided meditations led by Rod Stryker in his Sanctuary app. I find his voice to be soothing, and I love the variety of meditations and yoga nidra practices I can use to help reduce my stress and bring me to a place of balance. Rod has been studying and practicing yoga for over 30 years, and his teachings are rich and resonate with my soul. You can also find many wonderful meditations on the Insight Timer app. This is a free app with over, over 35,000 meditations. You can also set a pleasant timer and practice meditation on your own. Attending a sound bath meditation is another way to practice. I currently teach a restorative yoga class with Sounds for the Soul with Deb Jennings. We practice restorative yoga postures for an hour and the last 30 minutes of the class is meditating with the sound of crystal singing bowls, gongs, and so many beautiful healing instruments. Please join me once a month if you live in the greater Des Moines area. If you do not live near me, you might want to find a sound meditation close to you. It is another beautiful way to receive the benefits of meditation as you listen to sound. You can now listen to a few guided meditations on my podcast. I will continue to add meditations monthly. Please subscribe to this podcast and stay connected as I share insights and yoga practices with you. It is recommended that when you start meditating, to pick one style of meditation and stay with it for 40 days. Today, 
is the beginning of Lent in the Christian tradition. As we enter this season, you may find this time supporting your new practice. It is a time to pause and turn inward, a time to be quiet and still, listening to the messages of your heart. It is a time to get centered and change how you respond to stressors in your life. This is a time to heal. Many blessings to you as you begin or strengthen your meditation practice.